<laughs> PKN277. What's up, gentlemen? How's it not going? Too much. How's it going, guys? Good. I think I deserve a little gold star for not being the first one of us banned off Twitch. <laughs> well, <laughs> Everybody said it was going to happen to me first, and it's not happened to me yet. Hang I in yet, there. I started a month before you, so you have to go <laughs> the next three I weeks. I just reported you. <laughs> I just reported you, Taylor. I, I've, I've put in a ticket. Taylor, no, you, you, you have to go three weeks without getting banned before you beat my duration. Right well, back. I'm taking a lot of care now about those names that people will donate with. Uh, it's like, yes. oh, thanks to Stevie Williker 96. And then, like, another one, like, someone gave me like 20 bucks. And I was like, thank you, knee. Grow. <laughs> for the twenty dollars <laughs> i'm like how much time can i do i should put between that to make sure it's all okay but, thank you mr grow yeah uh, i feel like they should be more accepting because i don't i didn't see the clip my understanding of what happened to you woody is you got duped into saying something like through a chat like you I, didn't i don't even recall with bob it. saget <laughs> i think <laughs> I don't remember it. I just I read in the Discord that Chiz said I was reading a dono message. I don't know if I got duped into saying something or if I just read a donate's message or whatever. I, I don't like being banned, but it's not like the end of my world or anything. I could either stream on YouTube or not stream or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, well, I'm pretty much set for life, so I could... Uh... Tell everyone yeah. to fuck off and do what I am <laughs> making upwards of dozens of dollars per stream. I, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hope. Next semester is a little iffy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I said faggot. I'm sorry. Shit. I won't be able to come through with that, that donation to your school. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being yeah. like, I'm trying to be real careful with the people's chat it's, because, yeah, they, they, they go over the top. Like, I, Retard seems to be okay. <clears throat> well, Would have been banned immediately if just if like the case. I've said this before, but you know, black people can say the N word. You can say the it's R the word. exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the exact. Truly, I ask anyone <laughs> argue that point. Uh, but I like already, of course, donations slowing down because the novelty of the first couple streams wearing off. But still, it's like by the end of them, I'm like, fuck, this is a not insignificant amount of money <laughs> to sit here and joke around with people playing Magic or South Park. I like, don't I know your numbers, but my suspicion is I started where you are now and I've moved on to an insignificant amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm thinking that's what it's going to be like eventually, but I'll, like, I'll have to, it won't grow that much until I can put more time into it. I don't think but, so. Uh, I think, you know, you provide uh, quality content and entertainment for oh, people and they, and they tip you for it. That's, that's, that's kind of how Twitch works. It's not supposed to be like, hey, uh, you know, the light bills uh, do, you know, that, that's e-begging. But but what what Twitch is supposed to be and what what the way you you're doing it is like hey, guitar case is open. I'm playing. Do what you want, you know. And uh, mm -hmm. and, and you're you're playing some some good songs and people are tossing some money in the guitar case. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to work. And uh, you know, it, it, everybody says you you do a good job on there. I, I've well, watched a, I've watched a little bit. Uh, you know, I'm busy man, busy man. Yeah. <laughs> fingers in lots Not of pies. Time. So you know, I I, I tune in as much as I can. But um, how are you liking magic? Are, are they are they doing what you thought they would do in critiquing you, or or or, do you, or is your audience more currently anyway a a a, tuck, a, a a Taylor audience rather than a Magic the Gathering audience? I mean, it's funny because like at one point I think I was like the number three person on Twitch streaming Magic, and so of sure. course people filter in, and of course the vast majority of people are. PKA people who, who like me enough to watch. And so the chat is just making fun of me and being making memes and jokes and making fun of each other and like, shut up, retard, fat headed idiot, you know, like all that kind of stuff. And then every once in a while, I'd notice like a couple of comments like, what in the world is going on in this magic chat? <laughs> it's like, this guy's not even talking about the game. Like, you didn't use your regrowth. And that is some pretty irresponsible language <laughs> that, and they saved me a couple times where i was like i was i tried to pay more attention to the chat than the game because mm -hmm. that's more fun i feel like and like it's it's kyle you know from playing magic where if you're not paying full attention there might be a situation where i can win the game 
and oh, yeah. I make a wrong move and then I give him an extra couple turns, which might, which might end up costing me the game, really. And if I ever was about to make one of those mistakes, uh, every, the whole chat, or at least the people who knew anything about magic, would be like, you've got lethal. You've got lethal. Don't fucking go. Don't fucking go. You've got lethal. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, man. You guys are making me better at this Even game. Even with the I delay, was, it's not a problem? Well, I, it's a turn-based game, so like I'm taking plenty of time between, between the turns and the moves yeah. and stuff. And I was thinking I was going to get absolutely trashed because I started with a brand new account. No and way. so I had just had the stock decks, but I was winning. And you in there with your mere decade of magic. Yeah, you're you're going to win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to win a lot. You know, it, it, just because you're streaming on Twitch doesn't it, you know, and I'm sure you know this, but it's not like you're playing with just Twitch streamers. Yeah. You know, you're, you're playing with the, the, the everyone at large. And so like the average I I won most of my games playing that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like you build a nice deck, depending on which game mode you're playing. But you build a nice deck and you you win. I was winning probably 65, 75% of the time or something like that. I had a yeah. good time. I like that game. Yeah. I Every once the, in a while though, someone plays like a couple cards in a row that are very rare. I'm like, oh shit. This bitch spent money, and then I just get absolutely rolled over by just a superior deck. But yeah. anyway, sorry, Woody, I stepped on you. No, I was gonna, I was gonna agree with you. I, I have the same thing where like almost all my viewers are from PKA, and then there's a few that are like, "Man, this guy really needs mods. Why hasn't he banned the word boomer yet? Can you imagine the feedback I'd get on that? Like, it, it's like, no, it's okay, it's okay. This is just how we talk to each other around here. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Twitch streamers, nice. um, I, I saw um, the latest from Wings. First of all. Wings got that scratch buffed out on his car. Nice. Good. Very nice. I, I will say the car looks nice. You know, he's good at keeping taking care of vehicles. He it does. looks like it's been like, I don't know, washed and buffed and waxed and all that stuff. It's shiny as fuck. His 10-year-old cars look two years old. It looks very nice. His car looks very nice right now. And uh, but but we finally got to the bottom of why gangster grandma moved out. Why Wings of Redemption lives all all, all by his lonesome these days. Why? She wanted to smoke in other rooms of the house. She wanted to smoke indoors, and he was not having that. And so she moved out rather than smoke outside. I Jesus. wonder. So the That's... official reason was different. The official mm -hmm. reason was that she wanted Wings to stop. Like she didn't want to be Wings' best friend anymore. She wanted him to go out, meet a girl, start a family, make real-life friends. She wanted a better life for him. So she removed herself from it so that would happen. Yeah. I, was I dumb for ever thinking that was it? Or is it one of those things You're where... You're giving her a lot of credit. You're that's giving an uplifting her the, way to think about it. Like, it you know how, like, let's say, Kyle, that, that you're doing anything and you have four reasons. And those four reasons are all your real reasons, right? Those are the things okay. that, and they're, they're genuinely your things. But I, as a hater... Pick number three, because that's the one that I feel is the the least, whatever, honorable, favorable, yeah, popular. For sure. Do you think that's what we're doing? No, he admitted it. He explained oh. it himself. Like, it's it's straight from the, I won't make a joke, the horse's mouth. Uh, you know, he said, uh, he said, yeah, she wanted to smoke in the house, and I wasn't having that. And so she moved out. But I think she'll come back. <clears throat> and he also said that he's got kind of a quasi-girlfriend right now. And oh, I don't follow as much as I used to, like like not nearly as closely. I don't watch every minute of every video. Watched him I last think, night. Live stream. I think what he said was that his quasi girlfriend. I guess they asked why she hasn't moved in. He's like, oh, it takes a while to move him in. I'm thinking like, it should take a while to move him in, man. Yeah. Like like days could go by be... before Wings gets a girlfriend. Hours. <laughs> Hours. <laughs> I mean, it takes a while to move him in. I mean, sometimes they have lamps and pillows and. But he said something <laughs> about and I. Maybe he was talking about gangster grandma. I, I I probably shouldn't even say anything if if I don't have my uh, my shit straight. But someone in his life was getting an exploratory surgery like this week. It was it was either gangster grandma or his girlfriend. Like I said, I, I was just watching bits and pieces of, of his video. I've been playing a lot of Tarkov and cooking a lot, and uh, you know, hanging out with my family and stuff. And then uh, it, I've been following nearly as closely as closely as I usually do, but. Someone, I did catch that part where he was talking about someone getting exploratory surgery. I really should have my ducks in the row before I even bring that up. But Gangster Grandma, she's at an age where like a surgery becomes lethal. dangerous, right? At, at her at, at her health level. Yeah. So I hope that, and if they're having exploratory her. surgery on someone at her health level, they're only doing that because they're worried they're going to find something tragic, right? You know, yeah. you, you might do an exploratory surgery on a nineteen-year-old. 
to see what that going on mm-hmm. inside that knee, you know, but they don't do that on it on it, her gangster ram. Anyway, I hope she's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, she seemed like a nice enough lady. Um, she she was the nicest of the clan uh, down there in South Carolina. So yeah, wish the be- the best for her. I had a little thing today. Yeah. Oh yeah, exploratory surgery. I had my PRP treatment on my elbow uh-huh. today. Uh, it stands for platelet rich plasma. This is what it is, and it, it's people are gonna haze me for it. I hope it works. Anyway, they take your blood out, they put it in a centrifuge, and then the, what they put back in is the platelet platelet-rich plasma. That is the stuff that mm-hmm. heals the area. So it's like a concentrated little self-healing thing, and it's my elbow. Uh, I looked up like the research on it, and some people said it didn't work. That like it's ne- it never does any harm. It's just putting your own blood back in. Some people said that like it's inconclusive. But then there are other people that seem to love it. Um, I got pointed that direction from Joe Lozon. He and his peers use PRP all the time. And uh, it helps them heal their bad joints. I looked it up just today, and they were like, it's especially useful for elbow injuries and whatever. My doctor, my doctor's physician assistant, who's awesome, he's younger, so he went to school more recently, and it was like one of his areas of study on his master's or something that uh, in PRP. So I'm trying it. We'll see. When are you supposed to see results? Like how Six weeks is like three weeks I'm supposed to have no activity, which is really tough on me. I actually got them to approve push-ups on my knuckles. <laughs> like I, I'm negotiating with him, but he's like, "If you can do that on your knuckles, you're not bent wrist, no pain." Little did you know it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> First four weeks <laughs> that uh, that I can still do that, but I uh, and then but three weeks in, and I get to do like lame therapy kind of activity, like bending bars and holding a hammer and doing the twisty thing. And then by the three weeks after that, I should ease back into more normal activity. But that's a long time for me. Uh, that's where we so are. Six weeks, you can't really work out. We're gonna you do a cutting you phase, do. you know, a little cardio, a little running. Uh, that's that's where we are. Uh, I've that's been doing that do mile a in day. My ideal world. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing a mile a day every day, running for thirty days. Today is day ten, and uh, that's going well. I don't know why I thought it wouldn't. I thought like. I thought that I would just slowly get worse every day, but kind of like the fitness channel. Well, yeah, but I'm old. I keep the, like, and someday this will change. And, you know, when you're older and you exercise, it's like, all right, yesterday was terrible. Today's worse. And we're going to pile on top of that and pile on top of that and pile on top of that without rest days and you get screwed. Um, But it's not like that. Like, my leg muscles are still kind of sore, but... um, my wind is fine. I've even added some distance. I'm running more than a mile a day. And nice. uh, yeah, it, and, I, and I just like, I kind of, gl- I, I start and stop by touching my mailbox. That's like my, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's a thing I do. And uh, I've just been gliding uphill back to the mailbox like, huh. You know, that there's nothing like day one. So that's, that's going okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, I just remember even in school, like when I was in high school, I would be playing so much hockey and people can be like, oh, it's not that hard to play goalie. It's like it's a lot of burst cardio, especially when you're taking a lot of shots and you're playing all the fucking time. And I would handle that just fine because I was mostly enjoying myself. I wouldn't be thinking about it. I remember one team I was on. We lost this side track. One team I was on. We played a team that was like out literally out of our league and like an exhibition thing because the coach, our coach was like, It'll be really good practice for you guys. These are guys are some of the best in the country. And we just got stomped, absolutely walloped. I think I had like 60 shots on me mm-hmm. and I let in five, which not bad. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. It was like, like 60 shots, like five goals, maybe like, I think it was five. I think I had above 90, 90% save percentage. <laughs> it, and then the next practice, like the coach was like, I don't believe you guys gave it your all. Yeah, they were better. I won't lie to you. But I don't think you guys gave it your all. And he tried to get everybody to skate, and I started to go off. He's like, you're part of this team, too. Line up. And then the assistant coach goes, Taylor, get get off the ice. Just get off, <laughs> get off the ice. <laughs> and the assistant coach had, was like the previous. Were like, you hey, in goalie gear for this? Him. Yeah, yeah. And so first of all, it would have been like, dude, fuck you. Do you know how much harder it is for me to skate in my I do. big flat skates and <laughs> yeah. my heavy ass equipment? And you know, like, uh, that would have sucked. But anyway, like 
like I, I always felt like my cardio was pretty good with skating and all that. But then even in the midst of hockey season and gym, they'd be like, all right, we're running the mile. And halfway through, I'd be like, this, this is horrible. There's a weird taste in my mouth and I hate this. And I'm bored. Oh, I'm so bored. Like, oh, that was the worst. I think the we, worst thing to do. You're stronger than me, but I think our builds are in the same rough class. And uh, not for running. You don't see a lot of guys out there doing marathons, gliding with mm-hmm. with our like shoulders and rib cages and yeah. My my dad told me like I went straight from running like a gay guy in kindergarten and then like transitioned to skating and didn't run at all. And then when I was like bigger and started running again for different things, he's like, yeah. You just never really picked up that runner's gait of like on your toes or whatever. You just kind of like barrel around and slam <laughs> your feet. In. It's like You're just falling forward, just smashing falling through forward. bales of hay, oh, oh, <laughs> comically like leaving tailor shaped holes in walls. Yeah. <laughs> and it also didn't work that like my nose, I still can't breathe through my nose right. And so, like, every 10 steps, I feel like I'd have to like. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. trying to spit out phlegm and stuff. So I, I should really get a nose exam. I'm the same. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, God knows what's going on in there. My, I've always had a deviated septum. My family like genetically does. If you look at pictures of my great pa- grandparents, their noses start under one eye and end under the other. <laughs> like they're crooked as hell. Jesus Mine doesn't Christ. look that crooked, but if you were to see the inside, you'd be like, ah, there it is. You got mm-hmm. that Woodworth nose in you. And, yeah. uh, um, yeah, so I've never breathed well, but then it got broken. Somebody hit me as a teenager, and uh, it got broken in two places, and it, it got even worse after that. So I'm kind of mouth breatherish. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the, I bet they could go in there and like, like, uh, like, like when I got my nose broken, I went in for like, it was like a two hour surgery or something. They put me under. I woke up and it was fucking fixed. I bet you've probably got a similar like fix for whatever you've got going on. It's and not a big deal. Joe Rogan had his fixed, I think. And every so often he like nose brags. He's like, just like like demonstrating the kind of inhale he does. And meanwhile, I have like, what I could I could inhale through a straw better than I could through my nose. Oh, see, that's a real problem. Like 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 yeah. when I pluck my nose hair and like get it all out, I notice it's a noticeable difference. Like it's more airflow. Like it's like I put a high performance intake on my car. Nice. It's it's like. Oh, I got at least a quarter more horses. Yeah. Now. <laughs> oh, I, I yeah. can almost hear the throughput in that nose, and it's a little stuffed. <laughs> you yeah, still yeah, like yeah. Right, mine. right now, yeah. I need to blow it. Yeah, yeah, definitely so. Um, I, I watched the the latest Rogan, or at least the latest one I saw. He had this guy. Let me, let me. I've got it pulled up, so I'm gonna I look at the guy's Rogan name forever. It's uh, Glenn Villanueva. I that's the best oh. way I know how to pronounce it. Uh, it's thirteen ninety five was the number. This guy who lives in the wilderness in Alaska and like lives like like kills his own food and eats it. Like he, he lives off caribou and stuff. Very good episode. Very very cool. Like he's talking about eating every part of the caribou. Like he eats the antlers when they're in felt. He eats the colon. He eats like the like while he's butchering the cool. caribou, he's cutting chunks of fat off and just eating the fat raw. Like, like real interesting guy, like, like, and he doesn't come off like a madman. You know, sometimes people who do that, they come off like, like, okay, yeah. I mean, you probably eat roadkill, dude. You, you're clearly like fucked in the head. This guy is like really down to earth. He dropped out of school in ninth grade or something like that. He's like, uh-huh. but, but he sounds very well educated. He's, he's, he's just sort of like self All my maths, all my arithmetics, all my reading, <laughs> put it all into learning the body of an elk. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he focused on. Um, but, but he, he's, he spent like the last 20 years almost, uh, living up in the wilderness area of Alaska, like all by himself. Like they have to fly in to bring him toilet paper. I like to think he was baffled by all the electronic, electric electricity. I'm looking to say in Joe's studio, like what is this thing? Microphone. Well, he had that stuff, but like current events, like Joe had to explain (laughs) the, the Jesse, uh, the Jesse small, um, Smollett, Smollett, uh, yeah. The Hmm. juicy Smollett. Uh, uh, c- scenario and and uh, that was really interesting to hear a guy who's you know he lives in no man's land eating caribou that he kills himself and sometimes he goes through starvation periods because he, the caribou aren't around and you know he's he's had wolves try to kill him and bears try to kill him and all this crazy stuff and he's describing all that and then then Joe's like so let me tell you about Juicy Sommelier 
<laughs> it was just he was just like it was this weird like uh it was very very bizarre to hear him like, like getting nitty gritty on that yeah it was a good it was a really good rogan um speaking of rogan i guess man next week is the biggest card of the year right yes it mm. Saturday I, I, is a it's my, pay-per-view kind of night, and it, I am going to slap that 65 bucks down or whatever it costs. It's my nature to push back and be like, probably not the big. It might be the biggest. I don't know a bigger one. Yeah. The there are three title fights, including one that I in particular have wanted to see for over a year now. Me it's too. Uh, yeah. Usman Covington. Is that the same one? Yeah. That's the one. That, Covington hadn't fought in so long, it seems like. I, no, he did. Beer. Who did he just... He just broke the record for number of punches landed in a fight. Do you, did he? Was yeah. I away? You know, you might have been actually. Cody, I can't re- help me. Covington. Colby. Colby. Oh, that's why it's not autofilling. Yeah, C O L B Y. Yeah, I uh I I'm very into that fight, but you know, I gotta say, like like anytime Max Holloway is in is in the cage, I, I wanna see that. And anytime Amanda Nunez is in the cage, I wanna see that I, too. So great night of fights. August third, you were away, right? I think so. That's when yeah. he broke the record uh against Robbie Lawler for number of punches landed, I think. Yeah, I don't remember I don't remember watching that one. Um hmm. so so it's 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 a good it's a good bet that maybe I was away. But yeah, um, very, very into this fight card. Uh, looking, really looking forward to it. Can't wait. Um, it, it's the be- it's the first good one in a little bit here. You know, um, last week yeah, obviously, I mean, just a few days ago, I guess we got to see uh, Overeem have one of the hardest to watch losses ever. Did you watch it? No, but I saw the the ending. Overeem had won every round. Like they showed the judges' scorecards, and. He had some 10-8s, I think, maybe even. But he was definitely 10-9 all the way through on all the judges. There was a little variance here and there, but he he had the fight in the back. And he kept pushing the action. Like, he totally could have done that thing where they sort of, like, jog and do a circle around the ring. And he had 20 seconds left or something like that. And that dude fucking popped him and knocked him the fuck out. And I don't know if that was the... I'm a little fuzzy now, but I know his lip is split so badly. Reddit says it's, that's what they did at the very end. Oh my fucking god! That's one yeah. of the I've seen a one few of, of those. Obviously, Robbie Lawler had that that classic one where he's just ah. I think it was worse than Rob. So Robbie Lawler's was very worse. bad. Robbie Lawler got hit for you guys just visualizing this, and it gave him three lips, kind of like a dog, right? Yeah, the yeah. bottom lip, and then the top was split. Um, Overeem's was like that. Excuse me. Um, except that it was a little more gnarled. It wasn't a nice straight line to stitch mm. back up. It was Agreed. just burger meat on the side. And yeah, it's real nasty. Um, that's the worst division to fight in, I think, is heavyweight. I, 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 it, I think it has to in be. In some ways. In damage, I agree. In damage, it's the worst way. Worst. On the other hand, I feel like you can be a top 10 fighter much more easily. I mean, I'm a top 20 fighter, right? Are there even 20 heavyweights? <laughs> like, like, I just need to gain, gain 20, 30 pounds, and I'm a top 25 yeah. heavyweight in the you UFC. You put together There's three wins, and you might be in line for a title shot, maybe? Three, I think three wins would do it. Yeah. I, I think three wins would do it. I think if you beat like one like guy who's like fucking 17th, and then you beat like the 11th-ranked guy, and then the 7th-ranked guy, you get a title shot. I think that's basically it. Especially yeah. if you do it in short order. Like, if you do all that in a year, you're probably getting a, right. a fucking title shot. And then do um, 155, right? How, what did uh, Khabib have to go? Like, 26-0 and 0 for his title What's shot Ferguson or something? Ferguson had to do? Ferguson's it's, won, like, 11 or 12 in a row, you it's know? It's 12, and you're right. Yeah. Uh, that's a re- He's a great example. Um, you do that in heavyweight, and you're the greatest of all time. You Literally. Yeah. yeah. Well... Door had 30 or something, but that's a little different. He's in I'm not Can- Canada, not Canada. He's in Japan fighting against cans and you know, yeah. I, I don't know, yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't have those gentlemen's credentials in front of me, and, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God knows, God knows who he was destroying. He looked good all those times. Yeah. I don't know, I, don't, I didn't watch a lot of Strike Force or, or, or whatever the fuck, Pride that's what it was, yeah. of course. Um, uh, I don't know if you've been catching keeping up with the uh, Mandalorian. This is this is sort of tangentially related, but uh. Gina Carano uh, is in the most recent episode that I've watched. I'm a little bit behind. I didn't recognize her. She's hot as fuck, right? I don't know who that is. Uh, Gina She's Carano a... was the 
the top lady before Ronda Rousey. Before Ronda Rousey, she was not only the baddest of the bad, cyborg excluded, uh, but she was beautiful. And the Ronda also you know, ticked those two boxes. And uh, um, I don't know, super cool. But I think she, I don't know, she just peaked a little early. She thought cyborg was the problem. There's that, yeah. there's that famous image of like cyborg holding her face like this with the really and, and fucking slamming her. Yeah, she she fought cyborg and like she held her own as well as anybody can hold their own against cyborg, but she she took a beating better you know, than most, right? Like I want to say outside of Nunez, top, top three opponents against cyborg, I would say. Sure, yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah. yeah, and um, um, one, one of the baddest women out there, she's fought um, like uh, a 145, I believe. And uh, and yeah, she's in the Mandalorian. She plays like a shock trooper who's like in hiding slash retired or whatever. And she's she has the physique, you know, like like the guy who plays the Mandalorian. It's Pedro Pascal as the voice, but in the suit is a slimmer, fitter man. I would I would think oh, I didn't know uh, who's that. better at stunts. I I don't know that a hundred percent, but that's my that's what it looks like to me because there could be they're five about people the same in that frame. suit. He looks like he's about five foot ten, a hundred and seventy pounds, maybe. Like like a real athletic like guy who's in the suit. But Pedro Pascal looks to me like he's about six foot, two hundred pounds. Do you think there's maybe of... a significant amount of stuntman in suit, but Pedro does too? Am I? I just have a. Hard... My guess would be he's not in the suit at all. Okay. Because I... you know why would he be when he yeah. could just sit somewhere <laughs> and just go? I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that'd be way better he doesn't talk a lot i don't act like i make movies but even yeah. the videos i have made are a little bit eye-opening to like what's there you know like you uh, before i made youtube videos i would watch something and just think well this is my view this is my view i'm watching now i think of a cameraman and some guy behind the cameraman holding a boom mic and some guys dressed in like cargo pants and in charge of electricity on set like all that shit is there so it takes me out of the mandalorian a little bit knowing that it's all voiceover right his mouth is behind a mask like that so you can't get good audio done mm -hmm. anyone who's listening to mandalorian just know a hundred percent of it was said in a cozy studio with a muff on the mic talking into it like you see them doing for Toy Story. Mm -hmm. That's where all the voices... Right He's got his mouth right in the muff. <laughs> right in the muff. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back to Chatterbait. So um, that takes me out of it a little bit, knowing that it's all voiceover. Yeah, that and the fact that, you know, there, there aren't any real aliens or, or lightsabers or blasters or anything. All like that, that I could buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I was in for the... The, the lightsabers. The, the aliens yeah. and uh, the <laughs> blasters, the, the space guy. travel and the other universe they're in. But when I realized <laughs> that he was in a sound booth... <laughs> I'm touché, out. Touché. Well, I'm it, out. It kind I've of, only seen two episodes of that show. But that's like, it. Okay. Isn't, Third one isn't, gets quite good. Okay, like it, I haven't... It's just I haven't been thinking to do it. I've been so busy recently. But um like I was watching and when it was like, oh, baby Yoda is fifty years old or however however fucking old 50, he is, I was like, yeah. wait. What? He's like nine hundred years old in That's the Star not Wars. Actually Yoda. Oh it, it, when they say Yoda, they mean the species. Oh, well, I didn't know that Yoda was not just his name, but also the species name. I don't whatever. think they well, call him Yoda in the show. It, it's not. We don't know what Yoda's name is, or, or excuse me, we don't know what Yoda's species is. I don't. I don't think so. They, they're just. But wait, I don't think they have they ever said the word Yoda on Mandalorian. No. Yeah. I mean, if he let's say he lives to be, you know, nine hundred. Nine hundred. As a baby, he's still like goo goo and gaga and at fifty years old. I would think part of the reason that the Yodas are so wise is that by the time they're 20 or whatever, they've gone through just as much development as like a human. And now they're like off like to learn the learning path. They just have centuries to do it more and to perfect their force forcery and stuff. But now it's like, wait, so you're telling me this thing don't, won't be able to wipe its ass until it's like 400 Let's years not old. try to apply logic to this. I had a related but different thing. <laughs> if he lives to 900, and I think it's actually 950, but let's say 900. If 900 is 90... Then five should be, then fifty should be five. I mean to say, ah, I like right? It. I like it. So he should be five years old, yeah. which is a lot more than like 
a fucking doll that you carry around. Oh, and that leads me to my Mandalorian criticism. <sighs> Mandalorian is good. I will seven out of ten Mandalorian, right? Seven and a half. Out. Like I, I like That's it. Strong. Okay, I like it. But I felt like it was pitched to me, not by you so much, but by like all these Facebook excitement that I saw, mm-hmm. um, as a great show. And it, it, like my expectations were Breaking Bad, Prime Game of Thrones, oh. even mm-hmm. like Good Walking Dead. This is actually a semi-lame Western, space Western. <laughs> like, <laughs> they carry around this doll that looks fake, right? Uh, there's a scene in the third one. It, it, there's, a, there's a battle scene without spoiling too much where yeah. clearly they're swinging in on wires. Like it, YouTubers have better production than some of this shit, right? When all the other Mandalorians <laughs> show up. Yeah. And uh, they're swinging in on cables and I'm just like, what? Who saw that and said, that's a good take. No need <laughs> to do this again. <laughs> you know? It's like, uh, uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll agree with you a little bit. I'm, I'm about fifty okay. percent on board with you. I, I, I'm more in it for the story than anything else. So, uh-huh. so I can forgive a little bit. I actually think that the special effects and stuff are, are quite good for what it is. Like, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't know what kind of budget they're working with. I know it's not a Game of Thrones budget. So we're coming from a very different place on for what it is, right? To me, this is the Disney Plus tentpole. Tentpole, thank you. Yeah, tentpole. This is the Disney Plus. Like, this is our statement on why. You sh- it's why I bought Disney Plus. It's the That's one. Why I got it too. And I'm like, shit. I subscribed to Disney Plus for shitty Walking Dead. I I wouldn't agree with that. Like, Walking Dead, like, is is very low budget. Um, I think the makeup is maybe comparable. That but shit's the, cheap as fuck. But they, cheap as fuck. Okay, I thought it was more expensive than that. And um, uh, I, like the guy who did my makeup is the walking guy makeup guy. Like when I did that fucking like, uh, yeah, like it's, it's 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 the same guy. It it was cheap. Okay, um, <laughs> and he drove to my house. Like, <laughs> well, your costume also was a little less in depth than like a zombie costume. Definitely so. Yeah, yeah you, you, for people who don't, he wore a suit. Right, a suit is yeah. something that you can buy. Uh, yeah. The Walking Dead zombie outfit is something you have to make, I guess, modify. Um, sure. Uh, but they also I think have the armor like, on the Mandalorian looks sick, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. But if I were to throw stones, I'd be like, I've seen Iron good. Man cosplay pictures on Reddit as good as the Mandalorian's armor. Yeah, but they stand there for a still or whatever. They like do. like he's, he's having to move around and stuff and, and you know, you're seeing it from 360 degrees. I thought the CGI on the mud horn looked good enough to me. You know, that, that big rhinoceros furry thing that, that, yeah. Uh, and, and that now cool. that you mentioned that, I didn't think about it at all, which is one yeah. of the higher compliment. I just assumed it was That's a real mud horn. That's how you know it's good CGI. Right? <laughs> like, like good CGI. You don't even consider it great CGI. You're like, all right, what, what am I looking at? Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> like like great CGI to me. Like the greatest CGI I've ever seen is uh, Planet of the Apes, um, oh. the, the new Planet of the Apes. Uh-huh. Like like watch that, and then when you get done, like like when it's not in front of you anymore, have someone ask you. So, um, were those apes men in ape suits, or was there nothing there at all? And you're like, well, well, there was definitely some apes, I think. And, <laughs> I just I assume think a mix of both. And they're like, no, no, it's Andy fucking Circus wearing some bubbles all over him, dancing around on a creek and talking to you. None of that was real. And you're like, but I could see his eyelashes. And they're like, yeah, they did that. It's 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 so. He's got to be. He's got to have the funniest gig in Hollywood. He's got the best. Where it's gig like ever. people are like this guy. You know, look how he brought Gollum to life. And then and you smiled. see like the behind the scenes, and it's just a normal guy who's like pretty flexible crawling around <laughs> on the ground and then like peter jackson's like grimace and grimace and he's <laughs> it's like it's like that's your whole job and they're like it's just funny to me that that's Dude. like the, the acting chops of him is like basically scrambling around <laughs> Like a like a month. My favorite for on scene shots is Mark Ruffalo. Do I have the name right? He does yes, Incredible Hulk. Hulk. 
<laughs> Dude, you see Captain America there, all buffed out, costume making him double buffed out. You see mm -hmm. uh, Thor there, all buffed out, costume augmenting what is already a top 1% human being. And then you see Mark Ruffalo there. First of all, not buff. I believe my odds for beating him in an arm wrestling contest are pretty good. Second, I'd say a hundred percent. I can beat up Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> he's we can he's all wearing beat up Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> he's wearing this like latex outfit with ping, pong, with ping pong balls on it that take his four out of ten physique and make it look worse. Every fat roll is popping out the side. <laughs> Love handles showing. It. Yeah, it's not flattering at all. But to stand next to those other two, oh, good God. It's poor guy. And it yeah. just, it feels like he didn't earn his way there, right? You know, like even Spider Man, who's not like buff or anything, but he's still. He's ripped. He's ripped. He's, he's fit. Toned. He's toned. toned. He, he's, mean, he's mean. Of course, he is like 19. So yeah, yeah, he's cheating. Yeah, Actually, I think he's like 28, but I'm not sure. He's playing 19. I know he can drink. That's true. <laughs> and he plays it well. <laughs> uh, but like all the male actors on there, even like Don Cheater or whatever, they they know that they are the product and they keep themselves buffed and shined and show worthy because they are the product. Except yeah. Mark Ruffalo, who somehow gets to be not actor shape. I just imagine him and Sam Jackson eating cheeseburgers, watching fucking Chris Chris Evans and Chris Pine over there pumping iron. Or not Chris Pine, but um, um the the uh, um fucking who's who's um Helmsworth. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Both of them are there pumping iron and doing that thing where you sh you have the big heavy ropes and you have to yeah. do this nonsense. Battle ropes. Yeah, <laughs> the most Joe Rogan of exercises. <laughs> uh. All right, guys, you guys are gonna love this. So what you do is you go into your basement, which I assume is just like mine, decked out in Rogue Fitness, 100 yards long, and you take your <laughs> battle ropes and whip it all over the place. Then you go get in your isolation tank, take some DMT, and then talk to a fighter for four yeah. hours about how DMT is cool. Battle ropes are really great exercise. You get some good cardio. Most people last 12, sometimes even 14 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the battle maces? Yes. No. It's Those just, Iranian it's just, it's just fucking... a long steel tube with a handle and then a big ball on the end that's just steel. And you just are supposed to like go around your head. Dude. And, you want to like, see somebody yeah. operate that thing like it's a fucking uh, ballerina's, uh, what do they call those things that like a baton? Yeah. Fucking the Iron Sheik, the old WWF wrestler. Mm. Dude, he gets that thing. Like, not now, because he's got all kind of back problems and everything. He's an old school wrestler. But back then, he would have that thing twirling it. Like, the thing's heavy as fuck. I don't know what it weighs 75, 95 pounds. Like, it's real awkward. And he's fucking twirling that bitch like it's nothing. Just moving it around in all these weird circles around his head, doing all this. Nineteen eighty-six. Yeah. Yeah. Rowdy Roddy Piper versus the Iron Sheik. <laughs> the Iron Sheik. Oh, Rowdy Roddy Piper's the fucking man. He was. He started in uh, They Live. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? That's the one where he's like, "I have come here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum." I thought he acted well. Like, yeah, I, I rewatched it as so an, well. I, I rewatched it as an adult, expecting to have a newer, more critical eye. Mm -hmm. He was good. He, he was did good. just fucking fine. His first acting performance ever, as far as I know. Fucking John Carpenter movie, who was a, a big director. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's not a bad fucking movie. I think right. it's free on YouTube. It's called They Live. It's uh, good. It, it, it's, it's, it's basically what Duke it's Nukem good. is based off of. It is good. Hmm. Yeah, the Iron Sheik has lost his mind. Like, he's got a Twitter account that he tweets pretty often. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he says... Go fuck yourself if you follow the leader. <laughs> 17 minutes, go fuck yourself. Is the season to be jolly? Fa, 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 go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, today was Wednes. When is, when is fuck today is hardest to spell. <laughs> today only don't be the jabroni. This, yeah. this guy, I can't imagine his, his mind is in a good place. It's not, dude. He he's he used to be a regular guest on the Stern show, and he was one of those people they'd bring on to and Stern would like pretend like he's taking him seriously, mm. but like if you paid attention, Stern's winding him up. And mm -hmm. the guy is just out of his fucking gourd. And he he if you think Woody uses the F word a lot in public, <laughs> <laughs> so many tweets over the months just saying go fuck yourself.
Go fuck yourself. By the way, go fuck yourself. I don't know why. Go fuck yourself. On a day like today, go fuck yourself. This is not a test to go fuck yourself. Those are all different tweets from all different days. Yeah. That's his his thing, I guess. Yeah. But it, he it, can was operate Bubba that something fucking, you said? Whatever that thing's fucking called, that that heavy fucking mace, that Iranian Battle mace. Yeah, he was like a legitimate um competitive wrestler for Iran, I want to say. Hmm. Like 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 before he transitioned to um, WWF. And it was like right around the time of the uh, Iranian, um, uh, you know, the thing where they uh, they took over the embassy and took those Americans hostage and all that shit ah, during, during, Jimmy, during Jimmy Carter's uh, presidency. Um, so it was ripe for for you know taking advantage of that, like the the the, the geopolitical scene was. And so they were like, oh, who better to go against someone like fucking Hulk Hogan, the American hero, <laughs> than the Iron Sheet? You know, Hulk, Hulk Hogan comes out, living in America. He's doing the fucking flex mm -hmm. point. He's fucking waving an American flag, and the Iron Sheet will come out and like knock the American flag out of his hand and start talking about the great leader. And yeah. the... <laughs> <laughs> it was great. The crowd would be insane. You go to fucking. Dothan, Alabama, knock an American flag out of Hulk Hogan's hand and start talking about how like the the Sheik is gonna like 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 bomb America. They want your blood. <laughs> so then you just get Hogan out there to beat the shit out of him, and and the, everybody walks away like that's the best eighteen dollars I've ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that's really funny. Kyle, are you done with Call of Duty? No, no, definitely not. There's going to be a battle royale uh, coming out soon enough. Um, it's, it's guess the, or knowledge. Like the, it's the the details were leaked, like uh, a, a lot of the like nitty gritty stuff, like like how the armor will, will work and how there will hmm. be pickups in the game and stuff like that. And everybody already assumed that that was going to be the case because some of the they have like I don't I don't know what what the the game mode is called, but it's like gargantuan maps like 32 versus 32 or something like that Round war. and everybody was like these maps look like they connect these maps look way too big for 32 versus 32 and uh, and so yeah there's going to be a battle royale on this gargantuan map 200 player battle royale um like multiple tons and tons of squads cross play i um, assume cross play um so when that comes out that's what'll suck me back into call of duty but for the time being uh, Escape from Tarkov is very addicting. Um, I, I've been progressing and progressing and progressing, um, and I, I, it, I, I've really been enjoying it a lot. Like the, when you die, it sucks, and when you win, it's amazingly wonderful. You know, you, you, <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. I've been playing COD, which is not a bad game if you want to learn to aim. It's uh, great because you get a lot of engagements. So, uh, of course, I started with stuff where you barely aim, like Minecraft, and I thought I could move well. And then you go to zombie games where you aim, but or Borderlands. But the consequences of being slow to get on target are really low. Like you can take all the time you want. I go to COD and I'm getting my shit pushed in. I'm at a point now where when I play by myself, like it's okay. But I stream with uh, with people who watch Call of Duty streams, and they're good, and they raise the skill based matchmaking to a level where I'm getting wrecked. Last God, night I streamed. <laughs> shitty host dude no. <laughs> i can tell i'm not as good as the people who kill me like um i feel like i'm zapping on target pretty well more than half of the time but the people i'm fighting against are drop shining they're sliding and shooting at the same like my idea is to walk around the corner maybe even pre-fire and win a gunfight that way yeah that always works <laughs> these guys are sliding so they're like on the ground <laughs> and they're accurate at the same time i thought mm -hmm. my movement was pretty good but now i'm realizing that my movement like there's levels to this being able to jump through a window yeah. is not what good is that yeah that's basic tarkov takes it back another level like it's it's this the movement and and aiming and like gunfights are so different than cod um because mm -hmm. it's more like real life there's no running and sliding like your guy gets fucking tuckered out after running for 30 seconds oh like well, he's got i can go for eight minutes there you go like like, like <laughs> Well, he's wearing full gear. Oh, he's, yeah. <laughs> he weighs 50 kilos. All right. <laughs> We're back to 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, he's got 50 kilos of gear on his back. So he, he, he sprints for 30 seconds. And he's just like, oh, 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 oh. 
<laughs> I love and that. And there's this like RPG aspect where like the more you run carrying heavier shit, the, the buffer your guy gets. But it takes forever to get him like to like buff nasty mode. Uh -huh. So just count on him being a weak little bitch forever. Reset every oh, death. Like working out in this. Game. No, no, no. It doesn't reset every death because okay. you, you die a lot. Uh, it, it 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 might reset every wipe, and wipes are like every six months to every 12 months or something okay. like that they're not frequent um i don't know it's it, it's been a lot of fun to play the the whole economy that's that they have with the flea market and everything and um there are keys that spawn randomly on the map um or in specific areas but very rarely but you can buy those keys on the and they, they open doors that have good loot in them sometimes mm -hmm. and uh but you can buy those on the flea market that's within the game and so I grind and grind and grind until I have mil a few million dollars and then I buy all the keys. And now, like, like one of my favorite things is to do these runs where I just jump in the map, sprint to the really valuable doors, turn those keys and try to get the expensive, expensive loot. And I've done very, very well doing that. It's, it's, it's very exciting. It's a lot of fun. Nice. Hmm. That sounds like sounds fun. fun. If you know how to play. That's the... So I don't know how many gunfights you get into, but I kind of feel like if deaths hurt that much... Mm -hmm. And you don't get into a lot of fights. It's not my game yet. So you, I, I watch Shroud play a lot. And one of the complaints he gets is like that he's playing against bots. But I think those people need to go and try to play against these bots. Because mm. it's, it's like Call of Duty on the hardest difficulty, but much harder. Because like not only do they snap on you instantly, kill you instantly, but like they have tactics and uh, like they'll reposition. You know, like they'll be in a window shooting at you from a building and you'll be like, ah, oh, there he is. And you'll shoot sort of return fire. Maybe hit him in the arm. He'll go prone like you would in that scenario. Crawl a little, stand up, run across the building, go up a staircase, get on the roof and start shooting you from there. And you're like, and all the while he'll call a buddy and be like, hey, the humans are here. <laughs> get, get on the third floor. I want to get on the roof. Like, like, like to watch the the AI in this game hmm. do its thing. It's I, I'd love to know more about how they programmed it, how that works, because it's fascinating. Like I feel like like they need that tech in some sort of hunter killer drones. They're the machine learning off Shroud's gameplay. They're so <laughs> fucking good, dude. It's it's so scary when like 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 the base level scabs. If I'm kitted for real, like if I've got my good shit on, I'm like ah, I hear a scab. He's going down. But if you hear like, and you can kind of tell the difference between the voices, there's different voice actors. If you hear the big guy, you're like, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, guys. Well, I have no chance. Glue car is here. Um, could you guys come help? Maybe uh, I'm hiding in a bathroom. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to drink car? this Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's there. It, it, it's it's uh, it's Do they say game. yes or are they like glue car? Oh, yeah. The, oh, they sorry, my friend. Okay. Yeah. If you if you kill, <laughs> see, it's risk and reward. So mm -hmm. like, it, you can run away from glue car and just get the fuck out. But if you kill him and all of his minions, some of the best loot in the game that they drop that they have on them. It's not one of those games where like, well, wait a minute. When I was fighting him, he seemed to have a light machine gun, but now that I loot his body, he's got a pistol. Like whatever he was shooting at you with, that is like a. End all be all, very What's expensive. What's your win he'll have it. percentage kind of, like against glue car specifically? So, um, I don't know, probably 50 50, like me personally. It, it's it's a weird game as far as stats go. I think my, my Katie's probably like a six or a seven, but that's deceptive. Like it's not like Call of Duty, um, because you're, you're playing so tactically and you're playing so slowly that that's to be expected. Like good, like, like my friends, like some of the better guys, like Larry, I think has like a 12 Katie or something like that. Shred, I, I don't, Shroud's uh stats aren't to be compared to because of he's playing for an audience so like my mine are probably similar to his but he's putting on a show whereas i'm doing the best i can do with what i got mm. I, the skill-based matchmaking in cod it's almost sad because if you're a good player it's not fun to play with you like i used to play with onslaught almost every night and t-mart t-mart onslaught and i would play all the time and uh, they were probably both better than me. Onslaught was definitely better than me. It wouldn't be fun to play with Onslaught anymore. If Onslaught's on your team, you won't do well because the other team will be filled with Onslaughts. And it's just... He was really good. I forgot about that. Yeah, he was really good. And he was a great teammate too. One, 
never mad at you if you're not good. Two, call out some stuff that make you better. Like, so he was just great. But to play, I, I played with a guy in my stream. His name was Marvin. As good as Onslaught, maybe better. You know, he's really good. And he called out all game long. But I got wrecked all game long because, like, they seem to use your best player or two for the skill based matchmaking. They certainly don't use me, who, you know, everyone joined on. And after streams. I would be and, a very coveted teammate if they used the worst <laughs> right? player on your team. Yeah, that, that would be yes, fun. Yes, we got Taylor on our team. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even know what direction the flags are. It's like, what shoot? I'm hitting space and I'm just jumping. <laughs> it it stinks. Like and and there's people on the, the Modern Warfare subreddit who were like, I'm losing friends over this. My friends all have more fun when they don't play with me. Mm-hmm. And and you know he's he's the opposite of a coveted teammate. And I've just been okay with. I'm doing a push up for every negative I go. So let's say, let's say I get 30 kills and 11 deaths. That's 19 push ups, I think. Yeah. So uh, over the course, doing something different on my channel. For every creature of mine and magic that dies, I have to smoke a cigarette. And (laughs) enough. I got to tell you, I wasn't doing good for a couple of those games last night, and I'm starting to get a taste for it. You're pretty good. <laughs> Imagine getting addicted to cigarettes because of a Twitch reward. There's just... people who drink. But, uh, dude, last night... I don't know if you're allowed to do that. I'm, sh- I'm sure I did 150 push-ups. Like, I don't Which know either. if I did... Yeah, well, it's a lot of push-ups, Taylor. Oh, <laughs> you know? I know. Like, but it, you probably feel it today. If you did, like, 130 and then you get, like, four more, you're like, all right, I can bust out a set of four. That's no trouble. But at that point, the 20s and 22s become hard to get through. I had a 28. That's really negative. But That's oof. <laughs> yeah, that's a rough one. If I got that low and like I was promising push-ups, I'd be like, guys, I'm going to hide in the corner and just go. <laughs> just go. The people, uh, they're, the guys in my game, who are, they're all really nice. They're, I haven't played with anyone who's not enjoyable to play with. Uh, we're like, what, you could take one off. And it's like, no, I don't want to be a bitch. I didn't. Yeah, but, uh, yeah skill-based matchmaking sucks it sucks that the most fun people to play with become unfun to play with i think i'm gonna after i eat dinner stream a little bit tonight i don't have a ton of time me too oh, play a few a few little <laughs> games of magic you know that might be fun i i'm split on because sometimes i'll look at the chat and people will be like what can you please explain what you're doing like explain the rules what what's <clears throat> happening here and so i'll start explaining it and like I feel I'll feel like I'm doing a pretty good job explaining. People be like, "Oh, okay, all right, that makes." And then suddenly, you know, tons of people being like, "Make a joke, fat retard!" Like nobody cares about this game. Just be funny, like that kind of shit. So it's a nice, you know, uh, the duality of man, as they say. So I'm not sure who to please more. Maybe just do both. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Being like a dancing monkey for a chat, because that's effectively what it is. You know, it's it's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. As long like everybody seems to be in a good mood, having a good time. It's a complicated game to teach someone while you're playing. Yeah, you know, you you almost need like a a link. Like you almost need one of those bots that whenever someone asks, it auto like uh, send mm. like posts like the rules and like yeah. uh, go to mtgarena.com and you know whatever. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean. You know, you taught me, and uh, you know, it, we were all stone as fuck, but we yeah. picked it up. We picked it up, and you know, within an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a really good time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, I was. I, I like. I like MTG a lot. I. I think the thing that turns me off about it is, is after a while, I realized that it was kind of pay to play unless you're doing like one of those um, draft tournaments. That's why I like this one. Is I'm, if I do pay anything for it. For streaming i'm just gonna buy the coins or whatever and then use those to buy into draft tournaments like i don't want to specifically go in and buy cards like it's, it's yeah. not as rewarding and i know myself i'll get it if i allow myself to start buying cards i'll go down a rabbit hole and i'll be like yeah. oh well That's i need I another uh you know uh, mammoth i need one well you know what i actually need three more why well, have two when i could have four in dude there. i got like a 375 dollar red deck on that other uh 
of MTG site. I, I, I probably spent like eight, eight or nine hundred dollars on on fucking MTG cards. Uh, not on the one you're playing, but on the on the yeah, the one that gathering came online. Yeah, I've got I've got so many. Fuck, I got a crazy green deck that I spent a wasted a ton of money on. My red deck. <laughs> I literally went online and found what red deck had won like recent modern tournaments yeah. <laughs> and bought that motherfucker. You just built that one. I was like. I'll take that one. <laughs> Click purchase all. Like I remember at the time, you and Chiz were really into it. And you're like, "Come on, Taylor, come play with us on Magic: The Gathering Online." And I'm like, "Guys, I can't. I, I'll lose my apartment. I'll <laughs> like, not, I can't do that. I, I'll get way too into it. And then six months from now, when you guys are going to something else, I'll still be on there feverishly purchasing cards. And so yeah. it's like, like I." That's why I'm not letting myself buy any individual cards. Those like this. red devil cards that, that are like a four one or something like that. Uh, like, like I think they were like $25 a piece. Yeah. Like, well, I'm going to need four of them bitches. Yeah. <laughs> it would be fun, Taylor. If every time you lost a creature, is that what you said? In Magic the Gathering, you smoked a yeah. cigarette. See which addiction gives you more trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, smoking would be cheaper. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it would be way worse for my health because I was, I was like being hyperbolic. Like you lose creatures all the time in that game. Like you'd be like one cigarette in and you'd be like, all right, well, third of the way through the game and I've got half a pack I got to get through because uh, <laughs> I've lost 10 well, guys. I got a carton. Do push-ups with me. No, no, I I do my, my exercising is a different part of the day. Mm. I, I do it either in the morning. Actually, today... I, I kind of had a, had a truncated workout, but it was still a good one. Um, yeah, I've been. I'm like, the opposite. Sometimes I, I my... literally stream because I haven't done any. I've stopped doing legs entirely. All I do is run every day. So uh, it'd be like I haven't really done any upper body. I should stream. No, right. I I've been doing it just to try and get better at streaming. And every time I'll hop back on to stream, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I fit. I fixed the BTTV emotes." Or whatever, and they'll be like, "These suck. These are the worst <laughs> ones. Go in and fix this." They're like, "Oh, I, what tonight? Like, I've I just got the affiliate last time I streamed, and I've had pretty much zero minutes at all to put into like finding the right size, look the images and stuff for subscribers, and like the the medals and the emotes and everything. And so, like, I'm gonna just do the basic bitch one this time, and then like hopefully put some time in this weekend. It's just like I'm I am so fucking strapped for time." That like I, I I got home from my obligations today. Uh, actually, I did have a little bit of time. I banged out a workout with my girlfriend, and then came I right bet. up here, did this. Uh, she's in there making dinner. I'm gonna eat dinner right after this, and then try and immediately hop onto Twitch and stream for like until like ten o'clock tonight, and then go to bed. Like so you'll stream from nine to ten. Oh wait, wait, your time for me zone's it's eight, different. Yeah, yeah it's like I'll bad. get at least two hours. I was like, That's in, a little I just, short. <laughs> I I know, <laughs> but uh, I, I feel like I'm. Like, Tucker was saying, like, always stream at least three. Like, you want to hit about three hours every stream. And I was like, at first, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And I was like, oh, no, wait, like, that's his fucking job. I'm a guy trying to figure this out. <laughs> I, I can I can get by with two hours. It's, Sorry, Kyle. Looks like you linked something here. It's worse when you have that inevitable kid because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> slip that in. <laughs> but uh, inevitably, but then I'll have to be on here more to to try and make a, make ends meet, make that, a little more money. That's true. Yeah, bring that bring that little fucker onto the um, <laughs> Hey guys. This is head. Uh, <laughs> Dressed like baby Yoda. <laughs> I, hold my, I, hold my, I hold my baby and like Teddy both by the back of the neck <laughs> in front of the camera, you know. Uh, collar. But like yeah. So if Chad loves the dogs. Kid goes to bed at like 8 p.m. And then mm -hmm. throw a time out. What time do you think you get home from work-ish? Typical. Uh, you Like 6-ish, maybe a little before. Like probably okay. like 5.30 actually. Yeah. All right. 5.36. Like, yeah. So that's like two, two and a half hours a day you actually get to see your kid. And yeah. when you're late-ish at work, it's like, damn it. Like two hours turned into 45 minutes today. That's it. That's my day. 45 minutes of seeing the kid and then putting it down. That's true. It's yeah, that that would suck. I mean, I, I schedule meetings and and obligations like pretty more a little more loosely on Thursdays, obviously, because well, this week it'll be Wednesday for the show. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't really think about oh, yeah. that. Forty five minutes wouldn't be wouldn't be nice. You know, I'm sure you'd want to spend more unless the kids are real rabble rouser like I was. Then 
you know, let, <laughs> let her handle it. You you know? really, you, yeah, they, they, there are people like that. Like you maybe have them at work too. At Cisco, I'd be like, dude, that guy sits here not being very productive till 7.30 p.m. every day. He either thinks that impresses us or he prefers this over home. I would imagine prefers it over home. It, I wouldn't bet against yeah. that. Yeah, I'd be living in the restroom. He's way I've had, to all <laughs> I had, I've had bosses oh. in the past where, like for jobs when I was younger, where like, let's say uh, like a full shift was like, you know, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. or something. Okay. And your boss would stay there the whole time. And like, you'd make it apparent. You'd be like, dude, it's fine. Like, this is a, a hockey camp. Like, I know what I'm doing. We all know what we're doing. You can leave. Like, you, you don't even have your goalie pads on. He's like, no, no, no. I'll stay. And like by the end of it, like we're leaving at like eight o'clock, eight thirty after picking stuff up at night. And he's still dilly dallying around. And I didn't think about it until you said it now, but it's like, oh, that guy just like hated his wife. No. Like did not want to spend time with his wife. So that's that's a pretty sad reality. Or maybe he just loved those kids in an appropriate right. way. I don't in know. an appropriate way, yeah. Uh I only saw appropriate things from him. So whew. Call it a wrap. I know Taylor's sure. got a height schedule. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. All right. PKN 277.